stick around after the interview because we got a new song by Vov Jungle off We Cafe Reassigned. Right on. It's Friday foreplay. Fur, fur, fur. That's what I do on Fridays now, Eve. Uh, Eve Rice, Vov Jungle, welcome to the show. It's Friday. Uh. And we're here to talk about We Cafe, your your newest album. We Cafe? Yeah. Oh, we cafe? Is that how you? I just say we cafe. My my friend my my français is a it was better before, but anyways, it's I say we cafe. It's all we good. Cafe. Um, which I've listened to a few times now, which I absolutely adore. I think it's awesome. It's getting radio play. I, I heard it on the university station uh, yesterday, driving around. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So I want to talk a little about it, and uh, you know, also if for the listener who doesn't know, Eve has been on the show before. Uh, she has her own episode where I interviewed her, uh, called "Eve Rice Shoots on Vov Jungle," and you should uh, listen to that. That's a great. Uh, we go into your whole history, Eve. If you, you re- of course, you remember. <laughs> what am I saying? It wasn't that long ago? And I failed. And I failed the, the um, fast. Uh, remember the, <laughs> the money shot. The money shot. I goofed. I took it too seriously. I take everything very literally. So, well, I've realized I just made it so hard for people. I really have eased up. Oh, I love that. It. It's, it's only two. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the your album is is once again a, a electronic. Of course, are you still using the Hammond? No, no, that was uh, the Hammond I used for cover up, which came out in twenty twenty. Was uh, that home organ? Mm-hmm. And that's a completely different monster because it's a different way of recording. It it's totally vintage sounding. Like not like there's a few modern touches, but that's but this no, this is like um, I'm actually using a very cool keyboard I bought in the nineties. It was very it was like I it actually had it was bugged. It was a brand new keyboard from Yamaha that I mm-hmm. almost could get from from the music's from actually Long and McQuaid and right. Fraser, you know Fraser, um, I don't know if you've ever met him, he's a keyboard guy and he he was from England and he said, and they told me they would never, they would never order that keyboard. He says it's unpredictable because it's new. And he says, I'll get it for you. And he yeah. got it. One of the most expensive keyboards. I used technically a 96 PSS, PSR 8000. So it's like just, it's got all the bells and whistles. And then it was, but I got a new one, spoke to the owner in Japan, and he sent me one. What he says, I'm sending you memory, like massive amounts of memory. That's how it was then, right? Oh, you know, yeah. the, and that keyboard actually used songs that are still stored in it from that time. I fished out a few and then I made new ones. So there's new ones and then there's old ones. So it's well, like I just kind of put them all together. That was the one thing that we didn't really discuss uh, on that episode. And I wanted to bring it up right away here is the, your songwriting process. Like as far as like, do you keep a whole bunch of like beats, programmed music? Um, do you have like files of that set aside and then uh, you have an idea or you revisit them and, and then work the lyrics in it? Do the lyrics come first? Do you, you know, what is your process? Yeah, for most most of the time, I still like to MIDI, I, I MIDI information, I still do it. I use a computer, of course. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a process, but I am modernizing slowly, like, you know, just to change things up, of course, because there are things you 
told you can't do on say early earlier pro tools this is modern pro tools but my equipment is older so i have to make sure it's going to sound okay too and it records okay mm-hmm. so um so it, it it worked out great i had a really great mic um as well i th- thought the vocals sound really lush um but yeah i, I kind of do a little bit of an old school way of recording and then i really re-listen to the music and i i place things differently and then i start recording everything so it's it's a pro it is a process it took me about four months to really get all those done but one or two one of them is a track of a drum machine i recorded 15 years ago that's dearest vampire so it's a little okay yeah that's i was gonna say television less from which is from Canadian striptease. Yeah, I redid it because the there was sort of um, the person who mastered it, who was amazing person. Um, he didn't know what I had at the time, and you know, like I always felt it was very hard to talk. This sounds weird. I'm talking about this, but I just found it very hard to talk to experts who, you know, at a music store. I always felt a little bit like I didn't know what to say. I, all I want to know is, am I doing this right? And I would yeah. read how to use Pro Tools or I learn how to use things. Right. And the files that I sent him for Canadiana, you cannot play that album like in a, in a, a big place. I've heard it at a big place and it's crunchy. It's kind of hard on the ears. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to it on your through a, a hi-fi, but it has a there's things that are missing in it and almost. And he thought that that's what instead of saying, he said, send me the waveforms. But I there's a huge difference between a waveform and MP3. Um, a size of an MP3, as yeah. you know, they're all different versions. I did not know those versions. Right, okay. So I, I gave him low res. Uh, so actually, a couple of them were MP3s even. He thought that's just what I had. He just assumed, but no one gives out information easily. I've learned that over the years. Mm-hmm. And I seem like an oddball kind of like, well, da 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 but I don't know who to ask. I could go to a place and then I was worried someone's gonna just laugh at me because I'm using something that's vintage. Right. And but I went, well, but that's what I do and I don't care what everybody else does. I just, but I know how to record, so. Um, that's kind of what happened, but I love television less so much. And I went, oh, I'm going to re-record it. I got to hear, I think I'm going to do it on this and do, that's why I call it television less. So the first one's television, television. Right. One S, two S. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You got it. This one's television less. And I love that it's a story. It's very kind of a cinematic album. It's got a little bit of a cinematic quality to it. Oh, and yeah. I loved it. When I loved it. So. You got lovely soundscapes. You got the great pops and, you know, the quirky notes and whatnot. But I'm glad you mentioned the lush vocals because I think that's one thing as it's overshadowed is your, your great voice and the lyrics you bring to the songs. Like, oh, uh, you know, they, they seem at times deep, they seem, they make me laugh at times, like, okay, dancer, <laughs> she's an okay dancer, it makes me feel like an okay dancer, and I'm like, that's really funny. For the lyrics on, what cafe? <laughs> we cafe. We cafe. Were they done in that same four months period, or do you have a notebook of lyrics that you would then, you know, throw onto the music? No, that actually is a response. Uh, there's a 
a DJ I know, a DJ uh, Aloha, who lived in Winnipeg. He hired me for um, playing live or DJing as DJ Bikini, because that's my other alter ego, but I don't do DJ Bikini much anymore. But he said to me, he he uh, he said, do you, can you remix a song? He lives in Paris now. He was uh, the head of Alliance Francaise here in Winnipeg, the yeah. uh, French school. And he, he, we've always kept in contact. And he said, do you want to remix my song? Because he's working with the DJ in Paris. And I said, oh, that'd be great. Sure, sure. Like, that's super cool. Like, I'd love to. So as I was recording, and they sent me the tracks, the bass tracks. And I went, hmm. And I don't know. And I went, I'll, I'll remix, but I'm going to sort of add some things. But it ended up being um, a completely more like, a song I would make. Yeah. So I sent it to him finished and he said in big letters, this is cool, but this is a Bob Jungle song. And it's okay. funny because so I have his lines in it and he's in the song and he's actually the original song, which isn't out. That, that was the first song I did actually was that song because I liked it so much the way it sounded. His voice is on it. So I'm actually responding to him talking about a girl he sees at the foot of a bridge, a right. girl he sees in a cafe. So I'm responding to him saying, well, I'm independent and I'm me. Like, it's just so funny. Yeah. And you don't and get thought, that, you know, listening to it, of course. You know what I mean? Like, this is yeah. the story behind the song. But at, for the album in general, though, do you find that uh, most of it was, like, lyrically, are those uh, concepts brought before the music or... Yeah, no, I have I have a lot of lyrics, and then sometimes I have ideas. Sometimes I like current stuff, so I keep it really kind of open. And when I feel something, I go, oh, that's about right. Like Metal Fries is about AIs. Obviously, I'm saying AIs in it. But it's, again, about just hardware and 80s and do 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 and robots. And I oh, just definitely. That's definitely the, the, the uh, theme. Is, it feels to be like, yeah, computer, robot, AI. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, like, again, but I also had an idea about AIs taking over for the whole album, sort of. Yeah. That was the idea because it's kind of current. Or, But I wanted to sing about it because I, I think it's kind of funny and it's about how is music just gonna end and people get bored with it? So right. I, I don't know. So, but it ended up, I didn't make it all about that because other things kind of came up. My parents died, you know, like the past few years. I have a song about my friend in New York that planned shows for me out there and he passed away just at the beginning of COVID. And I think oh, he had, no. I think he had COVID. So that song's about him and death and, but it's just kind of a funny, song and i know if he heard it he'd go oh i like that song sorry what song was that e? we miss you yeah yeah um i'm sorry about that that's yeah it's this there's so much like there was so much death like everything was just every there's stuff and cover up was about being really like covering yourself up but literally i just kind of went on that and and yeah a whole bit but yeah and but yeah a lot of stuff happened in the past few years so i don't know if this is the last few years but i know you know you have always been diy but it seems like at least on this album uh you have listed uh you have a management team world world yeah. peach yeah yeah and you've hooked up with the record company uh circius 
It's actually just circus, but they spell it S-U-R-K-E-U-S. Those clever little devils. Okay, so how did you how did you come across uh, this team? It seemed they just appeared in my algorithm, so I noticed it. And there was a gentleman from Talking Records on Instagram. He reviewed my album, and they put my album up on their website. They didn't say I was on their roster. They just put it up. They oh. were just being kind. They're kind of a community um, label. So, and they were um, originally in Victoria, but now that's it's in they're in Halifax. Right. And there's a store now. Like they dabble in things musical and art. Like that's yeah. that's that's the store in Halifax. And a store Joe, you can buy. Uh, starting today, your cassette. Yeah, he's putting out a cassette. My like on on Friday, I said, "Oh, a cassette!" Like, I mean, I know people collect them, and I mean, we like records, but I like everything. I like MP3s. I don't care what it is, as long yeah, as yeah. it's it's the groove, right? You know, a groove. You For understand. sure. But that's so, kind of neat. You got the cassette version of uh, of your new album. So it's, yeah, you know. I thought that was really cool, and you know, uh, I'm totally for it. You know, if uh, he said I re like, you know, we like he liked the way it looked. I said, yeah, it looks great. And I did that literally on 2002 Photoshop, which I think is even funnier. And I what? love it. I love it. Like wow, it yeah, like, the the cover looks amazing. And you know what? It's like, you know, I'm nude. It's like an old boy. It's a, and also it's an old, uh, Lisa Waldner took lots of wild pictures of me in the 2000s, uh, early 2000s mm -hmm. and in 2000s. And I had that photo and it was, I was just topless, but I said, well, what, what better thing? Just throw a blob of blue, like, you know, like I did years ago. And I used to manipulate Photoshop on my Facebook. And I think I used removed all these low-res photos I did because I thought that was fine but it's great to have a nice high-res photo and do something different with it so it's like now I know how to use it and I just think it's funny I'm using this old Photoshop program. Yeah, and gotta bring it back, gotta keep pushing it out there. Uh, I love that, I love like that stuff, like I love taking that time too. I thought that time there was a lot of music coming out, there are a lot of things going on and you remember that. It was different. It wasn't the 90s anymore. It was just, you know, I think of just different bands, Stereo Total, I think of, um, oh my gosh, like there was just so much going on. Like, I, and a lot of people say, oh, early 2000s, but if you grew into it, you'd go, there's nothing going on. But if you were actually listening, mm -hmm. there was a lot of experimentation. There was a lot of electronic going on. Yeah. Um, I loved it. It's like alternative music towards the alternative mainstream. <laughs> you know, because, yeah. I know, kind of was, right? You know, and yeah. I didn't know where it was all going. I'm like, you know, I was, I've lived in Winnipeg, you know, so I was like getting some stuff in New York. I was doing it, but it was still, I still felt when I t traveled, people were not as expressive as they are now. I, you know, I mean, go, I remember the first time I went to New York in 2001, even. 2002 everyone looked gray no one was really dressing different or anything but everybody's oh, no. like trying to get some sort of attention now like it's just it's kind of wild you really sense you sense that now when you walk on the street you can you know no big deal you know, yeah it's it yeah like i used to get you know a lot of oh you're a lot of smoke and mirrors that was a big thing that i was i'd go to a con you know music convention or whatever a symposium he said, you're a lot of smoke and mirrors and buttons. And I was like, wow, like, I, I'm not, I 
don't know. Like, this is just what I did at the time. I and know what and I am. Every, everyone's smoking mirrors right now. I think it's never going to stop. Like, right. you know, it's we're all smoking mirrors now. Nobody talks because no one knows what smoking mirrors means. But if you smoking mirrors means you're layering it up, putting on lipstick, you're wearing wild clothes. That's that's, uh, you know, you're you're showing yourself you're out there, yeah. you know. So, are you uh, are you doing smoking mirrors? Are you putting yourself out there for live shows? Uh, yeah, like so. I'm gonna have a release party uh, April 28th at Constance Pop Chocolates. She's been really, really very supportive of what I've done, so that's exciting. Oh, that's um, great! Yeah, yeah. The tickets, I don't have it up yet on Eventbrite, but it'll be on Eventbrite. And then I'm at St. Norbert Art Center, a big like I'm doing like disco party sort of vibe or whatever, and I'm gonna have oh. backup singers as well yeah and and that will be on june 2nd at st norbert arts center in winnipeg as well and then there's going to be something else but i need to get that confirmation still and probably another thing so well i'm um, sure once it's up there you'll have it at evericegallery.com and you can follow uh uh you have social media bob jungle yeah, actually, I think it's better, like, my website's being changed, so I would say Instagram, just because, just go to Vob Jungle, like, V-A-V Jungle, it's, of course. It, I just, it, you know, or, you know, and it, there are links on there to stuff, and I will have a event right up there and all that sort of stuff, too. Right, so. and for all you uh, Bandcamp fans, just a little in-the-know information, there's an extra song on See, Bandcamp. You, you notice, you notice. That's that's amazing. Like that's that's what I mean when people know it. Like Bandcamp, you know, musicians get paid, you know. Um, but all the other ones, I'm on 200 digital sites, and it's really good advertising for a smaller band, and it's advertising for bigger acts because they don't get very much from it. Right. Band, right. You, if I'm not on spot, it's spot. I won't even say it because you know what it is. <laughs> Um, right? I don't want to advertise them. Like they, you know, I, I'm finding like it's crazy. Um, I love that it's there, but if I wasn't on it, that's the first thing when someone asks you, are you on Spotify? Because if you say you're not on Spotify, they think you're a numbskull. <laughs> I don't know. I should be on it or, oh yeah, well, you're a small act. Like that's how I always feel. So yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm not on Spotify. I've never, I never put the show on Spotify on purpose because I always feel like that's the big giant thing that I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that. You know, everyone wants to be a part of it. I don't need to be. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just for the variety and, and, of people who use it. You know? Yeah, and we have we know people as you know, like that have like sh talk shows on there, like from Winnipeg, and a couple mm -hmm. really good ones too, but. Again, they're not getting, I don't think they're, I think it's good for their work, you know, what they do. And that's what, you know, that's something that they've developed or whatever. But yeah. I keep, I think, you know, what the future is, is being picky about how you're presenting creativity because creativity is what everyone's trying to remake and not everybody can make it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a, I guess I'm sort of a, I understand branding a fair bit and mm -hmm. I can see when something's overthought. Like when I saw White Lotus, I went, oh my God, it's amazing. That's great branding. And I thought the ideas were great because I'd never seen them really presented that way in a long time. 
So that's a good example of branding because I mean, White Lotus, I mean, hotels, like it's great. I was at, I go to Hawaii uh, every, almost every year. And I, and I, I was at that hotel. I know that hedge outside of that, on that beach. Like I know exactly where it is. So when I saw it, I went, it actually brought back memories. And at first I wasn't sure what to make of it. And then I watched, and then as we watched it, I thought, it's actually really good. It's great entertainment. I was really impressed by it. Yeah, um, I, uh, I haven't seen it, but uh, Carolyn's getting me into Ozark. I just uh, saw the first oh, it's, episode. Oh, it's great. It's yeah, really good. I heard it was really good. It's not that funny, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's got bits and pieces, but as you go along, you'll get, there's more humor in it. I find underlying humor that goes through it, even though yeah. it's really, I would go to bed at night, We would, and I'd go, Oh my! I'm not in that situation. Yeah. Like you always think you're, you know, you just go, oh, my. like it's so intense. I've never been drawn into shows as much as I have been in the past few years because I was home more. Yeah, so, you had the time to soak it in, think about yeah. it, stew <laughs> on it. You know, I'm glad. That I just needed to, to talk to you again because, as I said, I really love this album, and I just oh, wish you all the success. And uh, going to be at that uh, Constance uh, Constance Pop Chocolates, right? Uh, well, it's actually uh, Chocolatier Constance Pop. That's the store. So yes, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see you live this summer for sure. Oh, that'd be so good! I'm I'm excited. All righty, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Well, thank you. Yeah.
Toodaloo.